0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Speech Analysis on the Public Speaker Podcast. So on today's episode, we have a talk called How to Succeed, Get More Sleep, Uh, by Ariana Huffington. Um, This is a short talk about three to four minutes, but I enjoy the talk particularly because of the humor. Um, It was given at an event in which the audience were primarily women, so Ariana was playing to that audience's demographic and trying to make jokes and humor that is particularly contextualized towards that audience, um, which I think added a lot more depth to that speech. Um, Key takeaways from this is mainly just the ability to make humor situations out of sort of complex... Um, scenarios but condense them down and simplify them to be a lot more easier to understand Uh, and just having fun I think this talk was uh, in an event that people were eating dinner people were laughing, people were probably drinking so it was really just a a good speech at a special occasion that um, added a level of entertainment uh, in terms of its value towards the audience Um, so overall i definitely enjoyed the speech make sure you check out the video on youtube of me reacting to it uh, if you want to see some of the body movement and hand movement by ariana but uh, overall i thought she just walked into the speech with a ton of confidence said all of her punchlines with a ton of confidence uh, and then got the reaction she wanted and executed on that so i hope you guys enjoy this talk and let's get into the analysis My
1: big idea is a very, very small idea that can unlock billions of big ideas that are at the moment dormant inside us. And my little idea that will do that is sleep.
0: Okay, so let's talk about that introduction. Um, I thought that was pretty creative, pretty fun. Um, Ariana Huffington, if you don't know, is the owner of the Huffington Post, which is like a huge media company. Um, so this is at the Ted Woman Conference, so she's basically introducing a concept that a lot of people already know, which is sleep, and injecting it into, uh, communicating it in a way as a solvency for other problems, meaning this small idea will inevitably help create, make, allow people to do a lot bigger ideas. Um, so let's see how the speech goes from here.
1: This is a room of type A women. This is a room of sleep deprived women. (laughs) And I learned the hard way, the value of sleep. Two and a half years ago, I fainted from exhaustion. I hit my head on my desk. I broke my cheekbone. I got five stitches on my right eye. And I began the journey of rediscovering the value of sleep. (laughs) And in the course of that, I studied, I met with medical doctors, scientists, and I'm here to tell you that the way to a more productive, more inspired, more joyful life is getting enough sleep.
0: So this may be a simple concept, but nonetheless, it's probably true. Um, the reason I think she's getting a reaction of humor uh, and laughter is because like getting five stitches just because you didn't sleep at night is probably something that is a painful way to realize you should rediscover your relationship with sleep. Um, So the laughter and the humor is coming from the fact that there is something so extreme happening off not doing something so simple, which is a good dichotomy and it's creating a good reaction as well.
1: And we women are going to lead the way in this new revolution, this new feminist issue. We are literally going to sleep our way to the top, literally. Because, unfortunately, for men, sleep deprivation has become a virility symbol. I was recently having dinner with a guy who bragged that he had only gotten four hours sleep the night before. And I felt like saying to him, but I didn't say it. I felt like saying, you know what? If you had gotten five, this dinner would have been a lot more interesting. (laughs) There is now a kind of sleep deprivation one-upmanship. Especially here in Washington, if you try to make a breakfast date and you say, how about 8 o'clock? They're likely to tell you, 8 o'clock is too late for me." But that's OK. You know, I can get a game of tennis in and do a few conference calls and meet you at 8. And they think that means that they are so incredibly busy and productive. But the truth is, they're not. Because we, at the moment, have had brilliant leaders in business, in finance, in politics, making terrible decisions. (laughs) So a high IQ does not mean that you are a good leader, because the essence of leadership is being able to see the iceberg before it hits the Titanic. (laughs) And we've had far too many icebergs hitting our Titanics. In fact, I have a feeling that in Lehman Brothers, was Lehman Brothers and Sisters. They might still be around.
0: Uh, So this is kind of funny, right? So the first thing is the metaphor between the iceberg and the Titanic, basically saying that leadership is recognizing a problem before that problem happens and learning how to adapt to it. So I thought that metaphor was very good. Those types of metaphors and analogies stick out to an audience. And usually that's something that they can quote from the speeches, something that's actually impactful. Um, the second thing is just the sort of play on gender, right? Which is that men, when they usually run a company or men are known to do like a lot of awful things. So when they run a company, of course, Lehman Brothers, uh, was going out of business in the financial recession during the 2010 time. But if it was brothers and sisters, if they had more women, maybe it wouldn't have happened, right? Maybe there would have been a better way for, uh, the company to, 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 to stay alive, I guess. Um, so nonetheless, this is a good moment of knowing your audience, right? Your audience is a room of majority women because it's the TED Women Conference. You want to be making those types of humorous jokes that actually appeal to that demographic so that they give you the reaction they want. I can't guarantee if this was a room of all men that she would have got that same reaction, right? And that's just a question of knowing your audience and then being able to play and capitalize on the demographic that you know to then get the reaction you want to get to make the speech more impactful. Um, so this is a good way for her to incorporate that humor into the speech.
1: While all the brothers were busy, you know, just being hyper-connected 24-7, maybe a sister would have noticed the iceberg because she would have woken up from a a seven-and-a-half or eight-hour sleep (laughs) and have been able to see the big picture. So, as we're facing all the multiple crises in our world at the moment, what is good for us on a personal level? What's going to bring more joy, gratitude, effectiveness in our lives and be the best for our own careers is also what is best for the world. So I urge you to shut your eyes and discover the great ideas that lie inside us, to shut your engines and discover the power of sleep. Thank you.
0: Okay, so this was How to Succeed in Getting More Sleep by Ariana Huffington. Um, I like this speech. I think it did a really good job understanding the audience, did a really good job connecting metaphors and analogies to what she was talking about, and it had a simple purpose, right, get more sleep, but that simplification of the purpose was connected to a larger argument about being a workaholic and being productive 24-7 is counterproductive, not only because it's ruining your health, but because that's not the way humans are supposed to be right humans are supposed to have time off to rest to just enjoy their own company which is the process of sleep and then be able to be productive which means she's not necessarily criticizing productivity she's criticizing the fact that we as a society tend to be hyper productive in order to brag about it and end up ruining our own lives, in terms of our health and our relationships. Um, So very simple message, larger purpose, so I thought it was really good, enjoyed the speech, enjoyed the humor. I liked it. Leave your thoughts and comments below. Leave a speech you'd like me to review in the next video, and yeah, thank you guys for watching this episode of Speech Analysis. See you on the next episode. Bye.